Welcome to track number three of I will multiply them and they shall not be few. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Do you believe God has heard your prayer? Are you sure? That you are going to be sensitive? That God will use you? That you will be able to tell the direction of Flow of the wind of the spirits. You may be seated. And I want to ask that every possible window that can be opened and door should be opened. Just look around you wherever you are. If there's a window or a door that must be opened so that we Are we blessed? Are we having a good time? A very good time? Beautiful. So today, Bishop taught us very powerfully one major hindrance, you know, that... um, and get into the way of you and I experiencing the destiny God has for us. And um, yesterday we looked at sacrifice and suffering as the first. That if you, the absence, sorry, the absence of suffering, the absence of sacrifice in your ministry, in your life as a Christian, as a worker, as a shepherd, there should be an ongoing sacrifice. There should be nothing like, I sacrificed last week, so I'm okay. It should be a living sacrifice. And the second hindrance to you experiencing that glorious destiny is the honor of man. Amen. Amen. The honor of man. Let's read John chapter 5 and verse 41. Verse 41, Jesus said it clearly. I receive not honor from men. Amen. But I know you, that because you don't have the love of God in you, you will try to receive honor from men. Verse 43 said, I'm come in my father's name. I am come in my father's name and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. 
How can ye believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? Amen. Amen. So if you are a shepherd, a servant of God, you have two sources of honor to choose from. And both are honorable honor. Honor that is great. Respect that is powerful. What are these two types? The first one is honor, respect, recognition, approval. That comes from man. Choose. Man can give you honor. Oh yes. Man can approve of you. But Jesus said, beware when all men speak well of you. That is the first warning he gives us. Be careful. Those who are interested in the honor of man Jesus said, be careful when men say nice things about you. So the more you get the approval of man, the less pleasing you are to God. But the point we need to have in mind is that man's honor is also, is also honor. Man's honor is nice. When people say, oh, I like you more than this pastor. You know, I like your, your, your style of Christianity. I like the way you minister. You are not like that guy. Yes. The way, the way, the way you do the church work is, is nice. We are comfortable around you. As for that lady pastor, you know, she's a bit you know, difficult to relate with. But you are good. Beware. Beware. As you go on, you are going to make, you are going to have to make that choice. Between respect that comes from man and honor that comes from God. Because here, Jesus said, how can you believe? So this is the verse. This is the cracker. That gives you the two choices. How can you believe? Which receive honor one of another. That is man to man. Man from man. No, everything you are doing is to catch a man's eye. Everything you are doing. And especially some, there are pastors who want unbelievers to be happy with them. People who don't respect God. And as a shepherd, as a young 18-year-old shepherd, 16-year-old shepherd, 22-year-old shepherd, that temptation will come to you to seek the approval of your classmates, your friends, your cousins, your family members. Yes. How can you be a believer? How can you be strong as a pastor when you are looking for recognition from your cousins? 
That when there's a family meeting, your cousins are always saying, you, you are always in church, they don't like the way you behave, you look queer, you, you are odd, and, and you want to now change yourself to make your cousins happy. How can you be a good pastor? Always looking for a, a tap or a pat on your back from your uncles. Even from your parents. When men honor you, it is nice. But it is not the honor you and I are looking for. Because and seek not. So as soon as you become someone who likes people, who, who enjoys people liking you. People being happy with you. It is equal to not seeking the honor that comes from God only. When you are into the honor of men, it is equal to not being into the honor of God. Just like loving God and mammon. Or loving God and the world. If you love the world, the love of God is not in you. There's no gray line. There's no middle wall. There's no wall you can sit on. But in this camp, God is speaking to us through our Father. That what you must look for is the honor of God. The honor of God. You see, one of the reasons why you must not be too interested in the honor of man is that man himself doesn't know what he wants. Yes. Man doesn't know what he wants. We are so confused. It is pathetic. We don't know which shoes are nice. We don't know which car is the best car. We don't know which political system is good. Today we want communism. We like democracy. We want this. We are fighting here. There's a revolution. Man is so fickle. So beware. If man likes you today, you are likely to be a person man will not like tomorrow. The same people who are clapping for you today will... will <clears throat> But you know, let us be wise. Let us be wise, quickly wise. And have the wisdom of Christ. What was Christ's wisdom? His wisdom was that he knew what was in man. So he did not give himself to man. You have been sent to be a minister, a preacher, a teacher. And the points are there that if you seek the honor of man, you cannot even preach well. The honor of man will prevent you from having a church. The honor of man will stop you from preaching the right message. You cannot marry the right beloved. I mean, everything will be will be in total chaos. Because once that you see, once that spirit is in you, you will seek the honor. You see, man, your members are also men. So you want to preach messages that they are happy with. Yeah. You always do a series that you know people are excited about. But not what God wants you to say. May that desire for the honor of man come out of us. And every morning, every day, every night, ask God, Father, are you happy with me? 
Yes, it is his opinion that matters. You see, Jesus Christ was not concerned about what man said. He didn't care. He did what he knew was right to be done. And by the way, sorry, I forgot to say, when I say man, even pastors. Yes. Because Jesus also in his time, he, he had to handle or deal with the problem of the honor of pastors. The honor of Pharisees. He didn't care. That's why Bishop lifted this book, How to Be in the How you can be in the perfect will of God. It's a, and, and he said, he didn't lift any other book. He said, this book, everybody must have. And everybody must read. You see, because this is your reference point. Wherever you go, this is your reference point. To know what God wants you to do. If you don't know what God wants you to do, that's where you, 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 you'll, be, you'll be licking toes and fingers and bottoms. But if you are convinced that God wants me to do this. So, so you see, be very careful. So when say the, the honor of man, it's not just the honor of unbelievers. They are also there because no matter what you do, you are going to be with unbelievers. Your cousins are unbelievers, your brothers, some of your parents, family members. So, so unbelievers will be a source of uh, honor, which you must reject. But apart from that, Christians, church members, lighthouse church members, not angels delight. Or glorious gospel international ministries incorporated church of God uh, in heaven. Lighthouse. Yeah, Jesus, you know, Jesus, he, he, oh, clap for Jesus. He was not, listen, see, the reason why I say you must clap for Jesus is that this thing he was saying, uh, he was, he, he was the main person practicing this. When he said, uh, uh, how can you believe which receive honor one of another? He wasn't talking about just Pharisees or Pontius Pilate or Herod. He even meant his own disciples like Peter. Yes. May God show you. Because a day will come, you'll be surprised. The person who has given you the right counsel, the right counsel to do good things, will one day give you a type of advice that will cause commotion in your ministry. So every day of your life, you need to know for yourself what is the will of God for you in the ministry. In the ministry. Thank God you've got friends. I mean, our pastors from uh, uh, South Africa who came for the camp, you all came together, not so? You came in the same car or the same plane or whatever. But there is a day, you must not listen to him. You must know God's will for yourself. For yourself. For yourself. Otherwise, you will say, I'm going, let's go. And you, you want to make it, you know, you know there's a temperament, there's a temperament that, that makes you naturally I mean, with that effort, a type of person who likes the applause of men. That people should be happy with you. It's a, it, it, it's a temperament. 
always looking for, I mean, you, you feed off the recognition, the approval, and the honor of men. Without it, you enter into depression. Without people clapping for you, you are sad. Without people saying you are doing well. Uh, sister, sister, uh, uh, Yandel was sang very well. Sister Sinoclo was a very, I mean, she preached powerfully. We feed off such comments. The melancholics. We must always be clapping for them. We must always applaud them. Otherwise, they sink into depression. But whether you are melancholic or sanguine or phlegmatic, you must rise up to your feet and be, I'm telling you. Yes. You must, you must believe God. You must always say nice things to them. The day you say something bad to a melancholic, his face changes. His heart changes. He's quiet. He's moody. He's clammed up. And you are not sure. What should I say? Did I say something wrong? You must always say nice things to them. I am a melancholic and I know what I'm talking about. A super melancholic. And when you live your life feeding off comments, whether it's from Herod or from John the Baptist or Pontius Pilate or from Peter, Peter, your assistant pastor that when you die, he will take over from you. Peter himself is a person you must be careful about because he can metamorphose into a devil. Is it fine preaching? Oh, listen, listen. I, I really pray that all of us will be around and bright and shining in 20 years time, 10 years time. I mean, 20 years time, bishops of Lighthouse in this region will come from this camp. Why not? Why not? But you will not be that type. You see, it is the honor that comes from God that, that will eventually make you a great... You see, because... Wait, wait, wait. Who will make you great anyway? Who will make you great? That's a great lady pastor. That's a great bishop. That's a great pastor. Who makes a pastor great? Who? I can't hear you. Who makes a pastor great? Who lifts a man up? So is it not his opinion you should be looking for? Is it not his will you should be looking for? If that God says that come full time, is he not the one you should be pleasing? Is it your cousin you should be pleasing? And that has become one of the reasons why many of us never shine. Always sucking off compliments, applause, approval. Are they happy with me? Am I okay? Is it nice? But we need people who don't care whether you are happy with me or you are not happy with me. Once I know it is a thus said the Lord. To hell, to hell with your opinion. I said to hell with your opinion. We are coming. This is a new army. This is a bunch of soldiers. A bunch of, 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 of militarized shepherds who will not care what a cousin says. What your classmate says. What your friends are saying. What your sisters are saying. What, what, what you are concerned about is one voice. Not the voice of your friend. Not the voice of your teacher. Not the voice of your uncle. But there's one voice. 
that voice always comes from above. It breaks through the clouds. And you hear it from above. It says, this is my beloved daughter. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. That is the voice I'm waiting to hear. Until I hear that voice. Your voice doesn't matter to me. You can be clapping for me, but that voice is not happy with me. I always want to know what is heaven saying about what I'm doing. How can you believe? You can't take the next step. Please sit down. Thank you. Listen, you cannot take the next step. Especially you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You should, from now on, fear God. And seek his honor. And love him. Because you came to this camp. You had no idea. No dream. Even a vision or a trance. That you'd be wearing a black hat. Some of you even have gone to borrow hats to sit here. That's why some of you, the hat you are wearing, it's not for you. I'm not sure of the blouses you are wearing, but I know that the hat is not for you. Yes. That alone should let you know that there is a God in heaven and decide when he touches a man's heart that do this for them. Nobody can, 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 can get in the way. That's the God you must look for. That's the God you must honor. And not a man. We are going to be great. I'm telling you, we will be great pastors. How do I know we are going to be great? Because God will lift us up. Nobody can lift himself up. There's no publicity you can do that will lift you up in the eyes of men. There's no media gimmick you can do. You can print posters, be on television, but except the Lord removes a veil off your face. <laughs> I said, except the Lord removes a veil off your face. You will be, be joking around. And it is that God whose respect. You say, and lo, a voice from heaven. May you hear that voice from heaven. Oh, I said, may you hear that voice from heaven. May it be audible. May you hear it in your soul. May you hear it in your heart. May it be a conviction of your heart. May it be a conviction of your mind. May that voice ring and echo perpetually in you. And the day that voice stops speaking, may it be a source of worry that these days I don't hear God's approval. That is why you need to know the will of God, the voice of God, the approval of God. You must seek it in this book. You can't walk about. Just like a leaf tossed in the wind. You must have direction. And that direction, look, I will tell you, without reading this book, if, if it ever happens that you can't read, you can't read, or you, you are not able to read this book, I can tell you a source, a source of wisdom that will let you fall into the perfect will of God. And that is the voice of, in case an angel does not speak, in case the Holy Ghost does not speak, the voice of Bishop Dag Heward Mills is enough guidance for you in the ministry. Enough. 
that what he says about how to be a pastor, what he says about evangelism, what he says about loyalty, what he says about loving God, it should be, it should be enough for you. It should be enough for you. And by the way, there are many, there, there are many uh, spiritual directions you will not even hear from God directly. Oh yes. Even if, even if you are with God, even if you meet Jesus, you won't hear it from him. <laughs> are, you, are you with me? Even if you hear Jesus, even if Jesus comes to stand here now, there are some specific directions for your ministry you will not hear from Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, will, he, he will send you to your pastor. Go to Bishop Dagwood Mills. He will tell you what to do. That's, that's how Paul became a great man. When on the road to Damascus, he was struck blind. And he, woke, he spoke with Jesus. He said, who are you? He said, I am Jesus. What? Light is Jesus. I am Jesus. Are you sure you are? He said, I'm Jesus. Then all my problems have ended. I've met Jesus. Speak to me. What do I do? What do I do? Give me directions. Where do I plant my church? Which Jesus, tell me, should I go to Uganda or I should go to Kenya or I should go to Brussels? Jesus, I've met you. Before I met you, I was praying, I was trusting God, I was, but now I've met Jesus. Jesus, speak to me. Who should I marry? Lorato or uh, Gonaya? Who should I marry? And Jesus said, I have nothing to tell you. By the way, you are blind, so how you get up from here, I don't know how you get up, but let someone help you to get up. And find your way to town. There's a man. He's in town. I said, there is a man. Maybe as I'm speaking to you now, he's in the toilet. He has got rashes. He is coughing. He's a human being. He is the one who will tell you what your ministry is about. From today, you will not miss, you will not miss the direction that comes to you from the Father God has given you. I'm saying that just in case you are unable to read. Like you, for instance, you are uneducated. You can't read. Just take the voice of your father. And listen, please sit down. I don't know who told you to stand. Please sit down. The, 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 the honor of man eh, is very tasty. Spicy, tasty, delicious. It's very nice to see man clapping for you, to see man approving of you. But when you rise even one inch above the natural into the supernatural, you will you will you will learn to mistrust the hand clap of a man. Sometimes, as he's clap, I don't know your your. your Culture, I don't know. But where I come from, not every hand clap is um, a sign of respect like or approval. You know, when, like, if you do something good, then I'm clapping for you. Wow. So you hear a hand clap. But there's a, there's a, a tribe in my country, when they are quarreling, they do this. Yeah. <laughs> 
So you, you are hearing a hand clap, but not knowing that they are actually suing you. We don't want you. Go away. Go away. I do tell him, please, uh, uh, yes. Aha! She's from that tribe. <laughs> yeah, that's not tribe. Yeah, yes, please, please say it. Uh, uh, show us. Hey, Ayobo. And then we have recognized you, the problem. Ah, that you are the problem. Please say it again. Ayobo, Is it a hand clap? Is it a hand clap? Is it a hand clap? Is he not clapping her hands? But is it a good hand clap? So there are some hand clap that are Ayoboe hand clap. <laughs> you must not desire Ayoboe hand clap. You must. It is when angels are flapping their wings and clapping for you. That is the hand clap you must look for. Not Ayoboe hand clap. Ayoboe. Ayoboe. From today. I banish every Ayoboe hand clap from your hand. You want your boyfriend to be happy with you before you become a shepherd. Two years ago, a boy who gave you gonorrhea and has come back into your life. You are looking for his approval before you can be a shepherd. In the name of Jesus! God will honor you. God will honor you. When you leave this camp, you will hear people who will mock you. Who will say unsavory things about you. But don't worry. I said, don't worry. Keep keeping on. Keep preaching. Keep attending shepherd's camps. Keep visiting. They they, they They will call you names. You hear, I mean, if you sometimes, when you go near them, they all scatter as if you are a leper. Yes. But remember that there's, when God honors you, they themselves will return and kneel down in front of you and say, lay your hands on me and pray for me. I realize that you were right all the time. Yes. The honor of men. Nobody is living here with that desire, with that, with that instinct. That makes you live off comments from people. Nobody. Leave it. You are leaving it here. Burying it here. When you leave here, when you walk out of here, you'll be free. I said, you'll be free from comments men will have to make to make you. Who called you? Is it a man or is it a woman or is it God? Who called you? I can't hear you well. You will know. You will know. And your knowledge will be 
up to the minute. You know, it will not be like yesterday's revelation or this morning's revelation. It will be up to the minute because the man who will prevent you from going to the cross was the man you were clapping for five minutes ago. So if you use five minutes ago's mind, see some of you, you see, one, one day I was preaching and I asked um, some of the, my members a, a youth service and I asked them, is there anybody here who has been tempted before? What type of temptation? Oh, I've been tempted to steal. I've been tempted to lie. But one brother said, um, yesterday or two days ago, I went to visit my sheep. And whilst I was with her, I felt like kissing her. It's a what? It's a temptation. It's a feeling. This is a shepherd. A shepherd. Please sit down. Please sit down. This is a shepherd. He has been preaching. He has been having having, uh, 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 ministry meetings, counseling. He has led prayer. He is taking them to uh, um, retreats, camps, always teaching them. Evangelism. He's spiritual. He is spiritual. But somehow, from nowhere, as he's sitting with the shepherd, talking about the work or how are you doing what is how is school he said as he's in the service he said when I went I I was with her talking and all of a sudden when I looked at her face something entered my inside he said why won't you just kiss this girl So, in, can you imagine if you had told the girl, I feel like kissing you? And the girl would say, oh, I mean, you led prayer yesterday. You were the one preaching last week at the crusade. You have come to visit me now. You have a Bible. Everything you do must be right. By the way, does the Bible not even say, give one another a holy kiss? <laughs> Who knows? This may be the holy case. That is why you will, you need to know the will of God for your life. So that you will know what is a holy case and what is an unholy case. But you see, I thank God. Anointing transfer. Anointing transfer. And Elisha stretched himself over the little boy. I feel like stretching myself over you. That is why I'm saying that your knowledge of the will of God must be up to the word minutes. We don't use t- 10 minutes ago revelation. The fact that he was praying for you during the service does not mean that if he tells you to remove your brazier in his office, he is he, right. You won't fall. I said, you will not fall. You will not fall. 
I said, you will not fall. You will be so full of the honor of, of, of God. I said, you will be so full of the approval from heaven that nobody's approval or nobody's uh, word of, of, of encouragement will, will, will be necessary for you. When you stand as a pastor, as a shepherd, the only person you will seek to please is God. The people who have done well, the people who have become great, are people who, even when there was nobody, they always refer to God. Is God happy with me? Some of you, you only say, is God happy with me? When, when there are people around you. But when you are alone, God is with you. When you take your iPad, and you are tempted to go to www. Big fat mama, big fat black mama.com. Who is that with you? Is your pastor there? Is your shepherd there? Is your best friend there? Nobody is there. But remember that there is a God whose presence, whose spirit, whose eyes. you think about God is God happy with me the honor God is God you see what I have just described is just one facet of the many 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 areas where you will need to be pleasing God including having to choose between a man's opinion and God's opinion you think Joseph didn't have feelings when he was with Potiphar's wife but he was concerned about God I mean, can you imagine if you had slept with her? That would have been equal to the honor of man. Because, you see, when a wife says she's promoting somebody, you know, a wife. It's not, you see, you have no idea. Some wives are powerful. They don't use brute force or don't use words. They use subtlety. And Joseph knew that this woman, if I please her, in this land where I am a foreigner, I may have a business contract. As a Benten. He knew. And he was a young boy. But he said no. I can't hear your shout. Shout properly. Can your shout be a little louder? Wow. Amen. Amen. Wow. What a blessing. What a blessing. You are leaving this camp only concerned about what God will say. Only, Only what God says. Through your pastor, Joseph and the Benten. I said Joseph was 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 conscious of God as he was there with Potiphar's wife. I mean, he was a young boy, a Benten. 
capable of all kinds of things. And it's possible that Potiphar's wife had also been doing such things before. So she knew that the, 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 the young boys had the strongest erections. But you see, the problem is that it was not only Potiphar's wife. Joseph himself, as he stood there, had a feeling. I said, he had a feeling. Because he, Potiphar's wife is not an ordinary girl. Her skin was like marble. It's not these girls with rashes on their faces. No, no, no. No, proper skin. When say skin, skin. And this boy was standing there. But she said, I will not seek honor from this woman. I will seek honor from God. Even if I must go to jail, I will go to jail and please God. And that is the type of shepherd we are believing God that Botswana will have. Clap your hands for Jesus. We will please God. Take your seats now. Great things are in store for us this afternoon. 